Hi, I'm Eric Voss, and Game of Thrones is headed into its final two episodes. And after seeing how awful of pet owners John and Danny are, this next episode teaser for episode five is making me want to call the Humane Society. There's not much footage to go off of, but just enough clues hinting at why Amelia Clark promised episode five would be bigger than Battle of Winterfell, and in her words, mento. Sorry, I forgot I was holding this. I'm gonna break down all 30 seconds of this and spoiler warning in case I predict anything too accurately and ruin your life, or if I predict anything that you would have preferred to what the show ends up doing, let's get started. Okay, the teaser. <sighs> Okay, the teaser opens with Tyrion and Daenerys at Dragonstone. While it certainly looked like Daenerys was fixing to Dracarys after Cersei in the mountain chopped off Masande's head, those scorpions all over the walls mean she'll have to Dracarys another day. Essentially, Jon's plan to siege King's Landing by land and by sea has failed, or at least stalled. Like, they may have blocked off the city from the land, but Euron Greyjoy's Iron Fleet still has naval superiority, allowing the city to bring in resources from the water if they need to. It's a bit hard to tell with Daenerys, but her silver hair appears longer, bit more unkempt. For years, she has tied her hair in an elaborate Dothraki braid called a Jahak, which the Dothraki traditionally never cut unless they lose in battle. Perhaps Daenerys's recent losses have led her to undo her braid, or maybe Masande was the one to have always tied that braid for her. In King's Landing, Cersei gazes out over the city, reminding us of her smug stare as Baylor burned, and how willing this Mad Queen might be to let all of these buildings burn. Baylor was to the west of the Red Keep, so I think now Cersei is looking north northward at the arrival of Jon's forces on the horizon. To the right are what look like the ruins of the Dragon Pit, which is the location of the summit between these characters last season. And Cersei must feel pretty proud that she got all these enemies' hopes up just to destroy them. Behind Cersei, Kyburn and the mountain creepily linger in the shadows. In the first episode, Kyburn told Bronn that Cersei had other plans for the Dragon Queen, but I gotta wonder, have we seen the full extent of those plans? Deploy Euron and Iron Fleet to wait for Daenerys with scorpion-mounted ships at Dragonstone, take captives, line the wall of King's Landing with more scorpions, and then bring in city residents to the Red Keep to use as human shields. It's not a bad plan, but I feel like Cersei still must have a trick up her sleeve. Maybe a pillow, upper corset, faking a pregnancy, maybe. Something that she is waiting for the right moment to reveal. As Jon, Sir Davos, and Tyrion and their combined Unsullied and Dothraki forces line up, the Golden Company line the grounds outside the walls. With the archers and the scorpions, the capital's pretty well defended. But still, no war elephants. Where's my elephant? Onto the second half. Okay, a shot of, God, how does this keep getting in here? A shot of Blackwater Bay to the west of King's Landing shows the Iron Fleet moored. Euron, on board his flagship the Silence, begins to look west as his men prepare his scorpion. More on what Euron could be looking at in a bit, but overall this, the teaser's music evokes a ticking clock sound, similar to Hans Zimmer's score in Dunkirk, which was a story that featured soldiers on a shoreline and on boats nervously looking skyward in fear of air raids. A quick shot of the Dragonstone throne room shows Daenerys on her throne, with Tyrion and someone else standing before her, it's hard to tell, but the short hair makes him look a bit like Jaime Lannister. I'm guessing that Jaime's implication to Brienne last episode that he was leaving to be with Cersei was actually him planning to kill Cersei, fight in this last war, and maybe just trying to lead Brienne out of it. Remember, Tyrion also recently had a fairly treasonous conversation with Varys in this same location, with Daenerys' promise to burn Varys alive if he ever conspired behind her back, fresh on everyone's minds. We could be seeing some kind of trial here. Next, there's a shot of the Golden Company marching through the streets of King 
King's Landing. Last episode gave a brief glimpse of their sigil on the Winterfell map table. It's a pike with a pile of golden skulls representing the past captain's general of their army. But in the middle of this formation, in the back, a hooded figure pushes through them in the opposite direction. Remember, Cersei ordered Kyburn to keep the gates open to all civilians to add to her meat shield. But perhaps someone like the Hound or Arya or Jaime Lannister snuck in before the city was sealed off, which would be setting this assassin loose in this besieged city. After shots of more Lannister soldiers knocking a scorpion, we return to Euron's concerned look skyward. The shot of the clouds shows nothing. Believe me, I magic-eyed the crap out of this. But Euron's expression grows grim as a dragon roars in the distance. So let us speculate. What could Euron be looking at? If the sight of Rhaegal and Drogon gave him so much delight last episode, why does he now appear afraid of this approaching dragon? He's got a dragon-killing weapon at his disposal. It could be that Euron just wasn't expecting to see Drogon so soon, since King's Landing is heavily fortified with anti-aircraft defenses, and now Euron's like, Okay, this, this is happening now? And maybe his scorpion is being repaired at this exact moment, and that's why he's worried. Some have speculated that Euron could be seeing Drogon, but Drogon is now wearing armor! I know, I know, it's a silly mental image, like a dog in a sweater. Even though Dragonhide is supposed to be super tough and impenetrable, the dragons on the show have been extremely vulnerable to spear tips and projectiles, so armor could be useful. It would have to be lightweight, because they have to fly in that, but depending on how long the siege goes on for, Gen might have time to smith something up. This approaching dragon could be carrying something surprising, like wildfire bombs dropped from a higher altitude out of range of the scorpions. Maybe unsullied paratroopers, Arya with a dagger in her mouth. Some of you have said that the dragon roar sounds higher pitched, like a younger dragon, a different dragon than Drogon. Though if Rhaegal or Viserion somehow resurrect, I feel like a lot of fans will be annoyed by that. Really, I feel like the only thing to worry Euron Greyjoy like this, considering his past confidence to aim his scorpion at any dragon, would be several dragons. Imagine a whole squadron totally overwhelming their ballistas. There have been rumors that Drogon could have laid eggs in places like the Doom of Illyria, or that other dragons could exist in the distant shadowlands of Essos. Amelia Clark called this coming battle bigger than the Battle of Winterfell, and that battle featured three dragons in an aerial fight. So the sight of dozens of dragons raining fire on King's Landing would be sufficiently mental. Comment down below with your thoughts, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EAVoss, and subscribe to New Rockstars on YouTube, and follow our new podcast feed, Westeros Weekly, for early access to all of our Game of Thrones coverage. Thank you for joining me, and what? How? How? How?